0: Well, Welcome to Bankrupt Overland. This is LJ, your host. We have Jeff and Stephen back here this week. It is Tuesday, and we are going to talk about Camp Kitchens. But before we go into Camp Kitchens, I hear that Jeff has a pretty neat project that he's working on. Uh, so Jeff, you want to give us an update on what you might be building in your garage?
1: <laughs> hey,
2: what's up, guys? So yeah, after, uh, after the last episode, Pretty much, uh, I looked on Facebook Marketplace, every kind of marketplace, and ended up finding the, the base frame of my trailer that I wanted to build. So, cool. yeah, the, the wife said I could do it in April, and I have it now set to finish before April. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same lines there. Um, wow. So, yeah, I ended up, ended up, ended up. What's that? Overachieving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So ended up finding a trailer on Facebook marketplace and it was a really good condition. And it was a perfect size. It was like seven feet long by about four feet wide on the base. And that was really close to what I wanted. And I didn't have to do much cutting or welding or fabricating. So ended up picking it up and, um, super old guy had it super nice. I mean, he was country been living (laughs) down the street from me for like, I mean, he probably lived in the house since it was built. And he's like, Oh yeah, I just put new tires on it. And you know, it has like 12 inch rims. So it's really tiny um, tires are maybe 20 inches tall. So it's, it's a real little trailer. I'm, it's going to be lifted and, and whatnot, but um, so I picked it up from him, drove home. And my wife's like, you're going to build it on that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just wait, just wait. It'll be nice. She's like, we're not sleeping on that. I'm like, just, just, just she wait didn't see the I'll vision. Fall. If you didn't see the vision, I didn't really explain what I wanted. I just said I wanted to build a trailer and I didn't have a one in, I didn't have a hitch for my, for my car. I couldn't find it when I moved I, It just was gone. So I asked my neighbor if I could borrow his hitch and his hitch receiver. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, what are you getting? I'm like, I'm picking up a trailer. And he's like, um, what kind of trailer? I'm like, it's like a trailer. I'm going to build a, build a little teardrop camper. And he's like, oh, wow. Okay. So get it home. And I'm like, power wash. And he's like, you're going to build it on that. Like, guys, guys, just didn't hold on. see the vision. Didn't see the vision. So, yeah, I mean, the first day I got it home, I already had it, um, power washing it. I already started grinding it down the frame. The first night I stayed up to like probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock and mm-hmm. stripped it down, cut off the diamond plate, ground it all smooth, and I ended up getting a coat of paint on it. Like the first, I think it was the first day or two. And then, um, yeah, made a trip with it, hooked it up to the, to the car, drove down to, um, Lowe's and home Depot and Harbor freight and spent, you know, a couple hundred dollars on plywood and got home and started drawing things. And I Mm -hmm. kind of going off of like a schematic that I found online of a guy that, um, built one and kind of made the cool wood body. That was about four foot by eight foot, uh, maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger. And, um, just started drawing and kind of got the rough shape of it and um, been working on it about probably about four solid nights um, so far nice. and kind of just knocking, knocking it out when the kids go to bed and um, you know, work on it from about seven thirty to about midnight, some nights and was able to build the lower platform and got the sides up, got the front on, got the roof on. And now I'm, pretty much doing the final touches of like the the outer structure and the the back kind of like kitchen platform area
1: Um, awesome
2: yeah it's been it's been pretty fun I mean it's (laughs) it's definitely something new that I haven't done before and a lot of glue and screws and just time in the garage just sitting there thinking going how am I going to build this what am I going to do and yeah. A lot of people are messaging me. I've been doing, uh, Instagram stories and, you know, people are telling me, you know, Hey, you should do this or, Hey, you should put a shelf here. And it's actually super helpful. Just getting opinions from everybody. So if you, if you check out the build and you want to, you know, give me some advice, let me know. Um, but yeah, so pretty much almost, almost there with just the outer shell and design yeah. aspect, still working on the, um, the rear hatch. And I am getting some windows in tomorrow so I can put those in the side and then, um, got to cut the door. I've been waiting and putting that off just because I don't know how, how perfectly straight <laughs> I'm going to get that saw on the side, you know, with the yeah. skill saw, yeah. just eh, go up the side and making sure I have super straight lines. Cause, um, it's, it's a little tricky, you know, doing it by yourself. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see, how we'll see how it
1: goes that's probably my favorite part of your build right now is um watching all your stories like no joke I, it's like every day something <laughs> new is going on with the trailer i'm like dude built this whole trailer in like a week it seems like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for the uh for the door you might look at getting a um a jigsaw just cut the straight lines with the skill saw and then a jigsaw around the if you're doing a radius or something
2: so yeah i have i have a jigsaw i have like i've bought a bunch of tools i have a router that i was going to use Mm -hmm. the thing with those is jigsaws don't cut straight super well unless you have like something you know screwed to the side sure so i'm still i'm still trying to figure that out yeah (laughs) i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a square squared off doors Mm -hmm. just for the ease of putting like weather stripping and trim around it so um I'm using three quarter inch plywood for the whole thing. And I'm gonna just use some like um not angle iron. I guess it would be angle iron, some like L-shaped metal around the door. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna screw it to the door frame and then I'll screw it to the actual door and that'll provide some rigidity to the door because it's only mm-hmm. three quarter inch ply. Um and then I'm gonna be putting some weather stripping in. In there as well, and sealing everything with um, resin and fiberglass uh, cloth. Cool. So, yeah, it's just kind of—I'm just kind of winging it as I go. You know, watching some YouTube videos of guys and what they've d- done in the past, and you know, yeah. there's these teardrop forums that you know have tons of information. And yeah, I'm just kind of consuming it all, just just kind of winging it because I mean, all in all, I'll be under you know you know under two thousand for the whole thing you know once i'm all done so Mm -hmm. it's not a huge investment and i'm just kind of making it how
0: i
1: sure
2: making it how i want as i go
0: wow steve and i were were talking before you got on about how amazed we were at how quickly you've taken this you know what what looked to be a kind of an old rusty trailer as your neighbors in life have mentioned Yeah. (laughs) yeah to uh to what you have now i mean it is um it's quite, quite impressive, you know, what you've been able to accomplish in, in, in really a short week. Uh, and, and it is, as Steve said, it's fun every morning waking up because you're out yeah. there working until pretty late. And so oh, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm out there
2: for sure. Yeah. I mean, when I do a trailer night, I'm like, put the kids down. And I'm like, all right, babe, I'm going downstairs. She's like, all right. So tonight's, tonight's bachelor night. So I can't do it tonight because we'll be watching the bachelor, but, uh, tomorrow night, after I get the windows, I'll be down there again. And, uh, Yeah. I kind of just get down there and luckily I have that kind of basement garage. So, um, I have a basement that's half of it's finished. And then there's a, like a service garage where people like kept their lawnmowers and like yard tools. And luckily the trailer fits in there, which I'm building it. So it can fit in there even after I put some bigger tires on it. But luckily I can be in there and work until midnight using table saws, chop saws, grinders, um, the garage doors insulated. So, outside people can't really hear it, which is nice. And my neighbors Mm -hmm. are pretty far away. So luckily, you know, I can do it. Otherwise, you know, my hours during the day would be very limited because Mm -hmm. I can't just say, Hey, I'm going to work on the trailer every second that I can. So I'm a night owl and my hours to work on the trailer are from like 8 PM to like midnight, 12 30 ish. So that's kind of how I've gotten it done so fast is just, you know, late nights and you know, just spending time where I'm under uninterrupted. Got the music going, Instagram stories flowing, and got the Coors lights, the blue Rockies, you know, and that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now.
0: That's pretty cool. Uh it, it kind of flows in well with with what we were planning to talk about tonight around around kitchens, because you're you're from what I, I can tell from last night's stories. You are um, <laughs> pretty much to the point where, where you're, you're going to, you know, you're either at the planning stage or you're going to start executing on, on kind of getting your kitchen setup done. And so as we were planning through our, our conversation tonight, uh, we thought kitchen setups would be kind of cool. Um, and, and so what we wanted to start with is kind of go through, you know, what are the basics that, you know, somebody might need who is just getting into this uh, to be able to get out and, and have a, a warm dinner? Uh, at camp and a warm breakfast um and then we can kind of evolve from there into you know your your more uh expensive kind of investment type kitchens that that you're going to have whenever you want to do a long week-long trip or something like that and so as we're looking at you know initial kitchen stuff what what are some things that you guys started with whenever you uh you first got out there on the on the trails
1: so i kind of started um I didn't really start in like the overlanding scene, right? I've, I've kind of always grown up camping, whether it be with my, my mom, my dad, my, my grandparents, whatever. Um, but when I started camping kind of solo, um, it was very much backpacking type stuff and it wasn't like expensive backpacking stuff, right? Like I found a, an old A-frame Jan sport backpack and I stuffed it with some water and some, you know propane bottles and ran off right none of this fancy jet bowl stuff uh but i kind of started <laughs> off with uh <laughs> yeah none of these uh, titanium sporks or so anything. it doesn't it was...
2: take two minutes to doesn't take a minute 20 seconds to boil water it takes like four <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what it was it was it God. wasn't efficiency right efficiency wasn't Crazy. my priority <laughs> um no i started off with uh just a single burner propane thing kind of what's on the bottom of scottles actually um you just screw it on top of the, the propane bottle and let it rip. So, um, and I would bring like, cause it was, <clears throat> I guess college time when I, when I started kind of doing solo stuff, I just bring whatever pan I had in the kitchen and ran with that, Strapped that on the, on the pack and um, with the carabiner and some, probably some paracord cause it was cheap and available. Right. <laughs> um, and then uh, just, just I, I would pack, I don't know, I wouldn't pack anything cold. Right. Cause you can't, carry a cooler or refrigerator out there when you're backpacking. Um, but it was nice to boil some water or heat up some beans or something. It was like college level, but even poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that's kind of how I started out with, and then I've kind of migrated. So I went from hiking, like super basic stuff to hammock camping. And that's kind of where I got into the jet boil type stuff. Um, still kind of the mountain house foods, nothing to, so using uh, the jet
2: uh, oil to heat up water, to cook your food and stuff, like kind of a, yeah. a one, one and all.
1: Yeah. So either I would prepare it or I would run to like REI or whatever, and grab one of those mountain house foods where you just dump hot water in there. Um, and so I would kind of use a, a combination of those. Um, but then I, I kind of got into the, the whole car camping scene, uh, which allowed me to bring uh, the bigger stove. So, um move into that I now I just run like a Coleman Triton two burner 12000 BTU stove um and it works perfectly fine uh, I hadn't gotten into the fancy butane or or um any of the other fuels right like I think you can get like the older Coleman stuff which is dual fuel which is like white white gas or white Yeah like that. that. yeah that's what I'm running yeah, yeah white Okay gas. cool so yep. um I, I hadn't explored that but it, I would love to buy one of those and rebuild it from the 70s or something. I think that'd be so cool. So I mean even now I have a pretty extensive kit in the back of my vehicle, but I still just run two two burner propane stoves. Um, there there are some cool products that I'm really looking at um, maybe expanding to. Um, For example, the the cook partner stuff is is phenomenal, right? But those are nice. Those are super nice. Like everybody that wants to um, run those or everybody that do, does run those has nothing but good things to say about it, which is what speaks, you know, speaks volumes for, for, for the build quality. So they just yeah. look yeah.
2: so solid. They're just like chunks oh, yeah. of aluminum. <laughs> and you can see the welds. They're so pretty looking. Yeah. There's no paint oh, yeah. to
0: scratch.
1: Mm-mm. Another thing that's really cool about those is that uh, apparently they're super easy to clean. So you could pull off the, the grate, the burner, and just basically have that aluminum shell wipe that down and then um you know you're good to go unlike mine mine kind of gets a little greasy after morning you know making some bacon or whatever so it's a little bit more difficult to wipe down um but yeah i just run a two burner coleman stove nothing fancy and it works great for us
2: what do you keep all of your like kitchen stuff in like like what's your like what's your go-to like
1: bin so i had a initially i had a um Gosh, it was like an aluminum box, not like a Zarg's box. This was even less fancy than that. Just an aluminum box that was either used to carry audio equipment or guns in the 70s. I have no idea where it came from. All I know is it survived a tornado, so I thought that was cool. Um, And I had kind of a whole uh, pots, pans, oil, salt, pepper, everything kind of thrown in there. Um, But I found that that wasn't really an efficient use of space, right? It's for, for my setup where I have the two drawers, um, that was taking up a lot of space in the drawer. Uh, and so it wasn't as efficient as I'd liked it to be. Um, so I, I've removed all that and now I'm kind of going with a foam insert, uh, style in, in, in kind of the one, just consuming about half of one of my drawers with foam inserts. And then I can have every, you know, slots for my spoons, my forks, um, cooking utensils, cleanup stuff, right. Cause it's part of cooking nice. outdoors is, is all the cleanup sponges and soaps and scrapers and all that. So, uh, but even then it's kind of a, a waste of space. So I'm trying to figure out a way to optimize that. Um, but that's kind of my, my current setup. But is
2: the is the waste of space, like better for or like versus organization, like knowing where stuff is like, what's the happy medium there?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent point. So, uh, I would rather sacrifice <clears throat> space for organization um it's just kind of who I am right if i'm if I'm constantly shuffling through a drawer trying to find a spoon or a knife that's not efficient to me and it's not about cooking a, a meal quickly but if if everything has its place then um, th- then you know there's there's always you know where it's at and you know you always know where it's gonna go so yeah. there's not any sort of um, shuffling and moving and, and putting things back and taking them out just to get to the same kit, every, you know, 20 times during a meal. And that gets redundant when you're cooking three meals a day. So,
2: yeah, that sounds really good. Cause like, that's where I, I guess I'll explain like my kitchen setup up. Cause like, that's where I'm at. Like I have it half organized, mm-hmm. but it's not fully. So my kitchen consists of basically my stove and I'm using a Coleman um, white gas stove. I mean, it's, I went on Craigslist when I was living in San Diego and it's, it's, it was built in like 1976, like the model number on it. It's old. Like you wow. have to oil the, you have to oil the little pump on it and you have to pump <laughs> it up. And when it's cold, you know, your fingers are like numb. So that's what <laughs> I use. And I, it just, it just always goes. Yeah. Um, so I use that. It's, it's kind of like I would compare it to like the cook partner style where like it's just like metal and really basic like there's no bells mm-hmm. and whistles and you can lift up the top and clean all inside and you could, you know, rinse it out if you wanted to and you wouldn't have to be worried about anything getting in there. Um and then I also have a I have a butane stove. It's like a single burner little butane stove and I haven't used it too much, but I'll bring it if I just need to like cook coffee and I'm just like going to heat up something on the, on the, like a barbecue or like over mm-hmm. the fire cooking. Yeah. Um, I do know that the benefits of the, the Coleman style stove, I think you can cook at better altitudes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because you, you pressurize it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think you pump it up and it pressurizes itself. Um, and I think you can use it colder because it prop- doesn't propane freeze.
1: Yeah, it definitely freezes over and then you lose that efficiency. Um, and then does, does butane freeze or. I think it's even worse if, if I'm. Okay. If I'm yeah, yeah, I don't, correct I don't right.
2: really know, but. um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my stove setup. and I have a big cast iron, like griddle that I got from Walmart. It's like an Ozark trail that I cut off one of the handles on it. It's about, it's probably about uh 18 inches by 10 inches. And it fits right across the two burner stove and I cook everything on there. Mm -hmm. So that's like my main, main stove and heating solution. And then I have one like Plano box from home Depot. It's about 20, 26 inches wide Mm -hmm. by 12 to 14 inches wide. And then it's about, you know, 12 inches tall. And inside there, I, I kind of tried to organize things. So I cut a sheet of half inch plywood and I put a little divider inside and screwed it in there so I could separate it in half.
1: Oh, and,
2: and I did that so I could separate some things. So they don't all fall in the middle and just pile up in the middle. Um, but it's still not the best I use. I use some packing cubes Mm -hmm. for my, my um plates and silverware and then my like utensils like my spatula and I have like this metal like grill um scraper that i use mm-hmm. and then like um a couple of like spoons and stirring things um I have in like those packing cubes yeah. and then the rest of it's kind of just all thrown in there you know towels soap you know i have some salt and pepper in there but you know like you were explaining how you went to the foam like it just gets, all over the place. Like after a trip, you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, there's peppers upside (laughs) down, the (laughs) salt spilling everywhere, the hand sanitizer and soap spilled all over or whatever it is. So, (laughs) yeah. um, I think my next version in the trailer is I'm going to do some sort of drawer or dedicated space and I'm still trying to figure it out. So if anyone listening has any sweet like kitchen ideas, be sure to shoot us a, a message. And, you know, give us an idea of what you, what you've done and and how it's worked. But, um, yeah, really looking for ideas and the foam thing, you know, once you were talking about that and I saw that, I think it was last weekend. and I saw that, um, it, you showed me and you're like, oh, this, you know, it's a lot of wasted space, but I saw it and it's like, you don't need that much stuff camping, like salt, pepper, and some forks and stuff and, you know, your cups Mm -hmm. and it just simplifies everything. So you can say, Hey, uh. Hey Jeff, or hey, could go grab the 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 silverware out of my drawer, and I open up the drawer, and it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like the lights yeah. turn on, and it's it like this shiny beautiful. spork, like titanium yeah. spork, like blowing just different colors, it just rises up, and it's like <laughs> here you are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, so I think uh, that'd be yeah. that'd be super cool, just like super clean, like mm-hmm. you know. The, the main thing with camping is the more time you spend setting up and cleaning or cooking, the less time you have enjoying what you're doing out
1: there. So yeah, that's a fantastic point. I like the organization idea. Yeah. I'm curious what LJ runs. Um, Cause I don't think I've seen your, your kitchen set up at least for a while. And I'm curious if that's changed with the new addition of the drawers, or if you're still kind of running the, the same thing when we went to Franklin State Forest that first time.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm I'm pretty pretty close to the same. I, I actually kind of got lost there. Y'all were doing such a great job. I was uh, in podcasting. Okay? I was driving down the road, listening to some good some good, uh, good talk. Um, <laughs> um, so it, it's funny. My my story. I, I started off. Uh, I told you I started out in a 1982 Jeep CJ, right? So I had the wrong vehicle to begin with, and and much like my decision making then, I also had the wrong cook setup uh i had i had bought a uh a two burner camp chef uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: as my i was literally thought i'd just carry around a, a full propane tank and a two burner stove around and camp mm-hmm. every night and set it up and it would be a big deal quickly mm-hmm. learned that, that that is not ideal um yeah. and uh and uh <laughs> I've, I've since i still have the two burner and i actually use it to deep fry turkeys um nice. or or, <laughs> <laughs> or i've True, also southern fashion it. Yeah. I also, I took it to the Outer Banks. It was great out there because we were kind of set up for three or four days and it was a bigger mm-hmm. group. And so uh, we were able to have like a really big setup for, for the camp uh, kind of kitchen setup. And so that was nice. Sure. But what <laughs> what I keep in the Land Cruiser now is a single burner Coleman. Uh, I got it at Walmart. I think it was like 18 to $20. That um, I run the small um, – uh, propane tanks on and and that mm-hmm. thing's been working well for me for the last this uh, last year probably I've, I've been using it and uh, I like it because it does fit in the drawers really well it's small mm-hmm. it kind of it, it's compact I slide it in the back and then I, I just grab one of those small Coleman propane tanks and and it just it's, it's a pretty smooth setup um, and then I'll have a I have a little. Tupperware container that I keep all my necessities in, so it's not organized nice. at all. Uh, but but I have uh, I use I actually use uh, to go food silverware is what I use as my silverware. Oh, okay, oh, nice, that's awesome. No
1: cleanup. That's
0: yeah, I love that. So I mean, you know, I would probably get get some flack from the folks that that you know would would get upset for single use items and things like that. But at the end of the yep. day, that that stuff that just comes in in the to go food box that I get, and we don't use it when we get home, and because of COVID we're always, we always have some to go food or take out stuff like that. Mm And so it's uh, I was like, man, this is all just going to the trash. Like I could use this. And so.
2: Might as well use it and then put it in the trash.
0: Exactly. I mean,
2: that's, yeah, we have the same thing. uh,
0: So I haven't, uh, I haven't really invested in like a good set of like camp silverware or anything like that. I just use those. And also Mm -hmm. what's great about those is they always have some mayo, some ketchup, some mustard, all your condiments are also Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce, Steve's favorite.
1: <laughs> I'll pass. You can keep that.
0: <laughs> um, and so, uh, so, I always have some condiments on hand too. Um, I, I do. I did get uh, on Amazon. I got this multi spice. Uh, oh, yeah. Little, I like a kit, but it's it, it's a, a one one container, and, and you have a few different spices in it. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I actually I take that with me now because it has a bunch of different things I can cook with, and uh, mm. when it comes to food. I'm pretty simple, like I, I like meat and potatoes and uh and beans. And so, you'll at dinner, you, you nine times out of ten, you're going to find me with a a steak and some and some baked beans. And you, you know, do like
2: foil packets or what, like on the fire, or are you actually cooking on the, the little burner?
0: Cooking on a little burner. I'll, I'll normally bring uh, I have some steel uh pans that I that I cook with at home, and I'll just grab one of those and I'll throw it in the drawer with me. Um, yeah, nice. and, and I'll just cook on that. I'll bring a little normally get a little um jar of uh of oil that i'll bring with me to make sure that that mm-hmm. i don't you know get too much stickage uh with the yeah. oh man i i forgot oil one time man it Oof. was
2: brutal i think it was when i went a couple uh probably right before christmas i went to my kids and i had the <laughs> cast iron skillet and i was cooking i was cooking um carne asada like for like tacos or no not mm-hmm. carne asada it was a it was like a ribeye steak that i was gonna cut up for tacos like not the ideal thing but mm-hmm. i had no butter no oil so that steak was dry, man. It mm. was not good.
0: Yeah, I've, I've had a couple trips where people, when we've cooked eggs and not had uh, a, uh, a, an oil or a butter and the cleanup which is just absolutely mm. horrible. Like almost where I'm like, man, if I want a pan, i don't even want to clean this up. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but I've done it before where I just threw the cast iron, the whole skillet just in the fire. <laughs> like that night, it burned, and I threw it in the fire, and it just burnt it all off. And the next morning, it was it was nice and clean. That's a good so idea. It burned that's it so really, hot.
1: That was really
0: yeah. smart.
2: Yeah, it works.
0: Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much what I use. I, I have a I have the, the drawers that I have in the back. One side mm-hmm. is, is kind of the oh shit drawer has all the recovery <laughs> in it, and, uh, tools, yeah. things like that. And then the other side is, is basically the kitchen, and it pretty much stays that way all the time now. Um, so that way, whenever I do head out. I don't have to worry too much about, um, you know, do I have the right things? I, I don't will really, I'll have to throw in a spatula and, uh, a, uh, a, a pan and things like that. Some of those, I need to just go ahead and invest in and, and have a cheap, cheap.
2: So you, de- you don't have dedicated like silverware, you kind of just grab it as you go.
0: I use it to go somewhere. Like there's a big bag. Sorry. I
2: met, uh, utensils like spatulas and stuff.
0: Yeah. Normally I, I need to just, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, it's just, it's it on the list, but it hasn't gotten mm-hmm. done yet. <laughs> so I, I have my, I just took all the old stuff that we had at the house
2: and then like my wife like, Hey, can you get some new silverware? And I just took all the old stuff or utensils. So
0: yeah. 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 There's, there's probably going to be a day where I end up doing that. And, and we'll just upgrade the inside of the house with, with, with some new stuff.
1: <laughs> nice. I think GSI makes a really good pack. Um, they so I have I have a little bit, quite a bit of GSI stuff uh, just because they're they're affordable, um, but also they they come in uh, uh, really nice packable sizes. So I have their knife kit and then their um, this utensils kit, which comes with like a spoon, a plastic spatula, and actually they all fold down, so they're super compact. Um, I've been less pleased about the knife kit. Uh, it's supposed to be stainless steel, um, and I guess I didn't dry off the the chef knife as well as I should have, so I got a little rust. But a little bit of, you know, scrubbing with barkeeper's stuff and it, it got it right off. Um, but yeah, maybe looking to GSI stuff. It's it's definitely not Snow Peak quality, right? But it's also not Snow Peak price. <laughs> definitely uh, yeah. super affordable, especially for something you just throw in the in the drawers and then you you always have it.
0: Nice, nice. So what are um what are like the the basic essentials? Like if if, if someone's listening right now and, and is starting their overland build or, or starting to get into camping, right? Just in general, what are uh, you know, the the basic kitchen things that, that someone needs to bring to not overdo it? Because I overdid it when I did when I started and I wish I'd have had some folks like y'all around that I could have been like, Hey, what do I need to pack? Uh I was yeah. just going out trying to figure it out. So what are what are kind of the basic things that you guys would say you you you'd want to bring or advise somebody to bring on their first camping trip to have a good kitchen setup?
2: So yeah, I'll kick it off first. So I guess I, I grew up camping and camped forever, and then I sold my fun toys and had kids. And it was a little while before I went camping. And so I had to kind of like re-get my stuff. I kind of had to rebuild that camp kit that I had, like Mm -hmm. the camp box. And we had big five stores in California. They're kind of like a, like a sporting goods store. And I went there and I bought like the single burner screw on Coleman stove. Like you were saying, Steve, Mm -hmm. and you know, it was, I think it was $12 or $13. And then you have like, it comes with the little base for the propane tank. And then I just grabbed whatever pan I had in the kitchen and that was my camp kitchen set. Like that was it. So, you know, for under 20 bucks, you have a pan from your house. Everybody has one at their house and you have, um, your single burner stove. And I was using a soft cooler, like I I got a free cooler from something. It was like one of those like bag coolers that has like the clear plastic liner to keep the water from seeping out. And it would hold ice for like maybe 13 hours if you were lucky. And that's what I would bring. I would just, you know, pack it. I'd freeze like water bottles. I'd, you know, put those in there. And then I'd put, you know, as much ice as I could get from my fridge or freezer or whatever it was. And I would just go. So like, you know, like, like LJ said, I'd have like to go container. I'd stop at like, I'd stop and get like some fast food on the way out and then, you know, get some silverware and ketchup and salt and pepper packets. And like, that was it, man. I had like a clear Ziploc bag when I first started. And it was simple. Like you don't need a lot and to, to go out there and have fun. And I took my son out there and we cooked pancakes and my favorite, my favorite mod for like pancake mix is like, cause it's always a pain to like, forget to, forget to um, bring it. I put pancake mix in old uh, peanut butter jars, like the big screw mm. on Skippy ones. Mm-hmm. And then I just seal it up and I just leave it in my camp box. So like worst case scenario, like I have nothing, I'm going to have water and I can make some pancakes. Yeah, so that's smart. That's my like little mod. It, it's just always in there. And I think I always have like s'more stuff, like the marshmallows usually go bad, but there's always chocolate and, you know, sure. you can always have s'mores, and graham crackers that are smashed after, you know, you go <laughs> off roading. <laughs> but yeah, that's my basic, that, that was my basic kit. When I first started, I didn't have a ton. And like, it's still really basic. My stove was, you know, I think it was 15 bucks on a marketplace and the skillet was a 12 or 14 bucks at Walmart. So mm-hmm. I'm still pretty basic when it comes to like the cookware. So I don't have yeah, any it, fancy stuff yet.
1: It, it's amazing. Cause you know, it's a lot of people, especially people that haven't really gone camping their entire lives. They see, all the Instagram stuff, which is super high dollar things that, um, obviously if it's, if it's someone's hobby, they want to spend that extra money, um, to, to get those luxuries, but you really don't need the, that expensive Scottle or, or, you know, that, that, um, fancy jet bowl Genesis home base, (laughs) Um, you know, I I want one, right. I really actually do want to buy one, but for 300 bucks, I'm like, that's a little pricey for me. Um, you just need something to to heat up food. Um, uh, I mean, heck, if you really want to rough it, you can grab some granola, right? Yeah, <laughs> just something. Yeah, peanut to butter and jelly, like yeah, absolutely. I don't, how many,
2: I don't know how many years I ate peanut butter and jellies because you didn't need a fridge. You just you yeah. know you crack the you crack the jelly that needs to be refrigerated after it's opened, but you just eat the whole thing before it goes bad. <laughs> so
1: I don't know if you had this in California. Maybe you did, but. uh, I remember saying, maybe this was a couple of years ago, where you could get the peanut butter and the jelly in the same container. They're oh, like the oh or whatever. my God. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, it's probably not good for you. But, I mean, if you need to make a PB&J without, um, you know, any sort of refrigeration, there you go. Pack that. Pack some, I breads, a, some apples. I got bananas. a good
2: story on that, man. Uh,
1: <laughs> so,
2: I flew out to Expo East when I was in California for work. And I pitched it to my company and I'm like, Hey, I want to go out here, like fly me out. I'll get some new vendors. And, and, you know, I want to go see the show and, you know, meet people. So they're like, all right, how much is it going to cost? And I'm like, I just want to go. I am trying to make it as cheap as possible. So I sound like the, the shittiest flight, man. It was like, I, I landed at, I think it was midnight in um, mm-hmm. I believe it was North Carolina or Virginia. I think it was in Virginia uh-huh. and landed at midnight. I drove, I got a rental car. I was trying to get a Jeep Wrangler four by four, but they ended up giving Mm -hmm. me a, uh, infinity, the QX or the Q56, whatever the huge, you know, the Armada Mm -hmm. infinity. Mm -hmm. So I flew out there. I had no camping gear. So I was going to camp at the event. So Mm -hmm. I drove to Walmart and I booked my whole, I planned out the whole list. I bought all of my camping gear and food and everything at Walmart. So bought a stove bought like the cheapest, you know, the single burner butane stove. I bought a sleeping bag. It was like a 35 degree bag. I bought a tent. I bought an air mattress. I bought like the mess kit, which is like the little pans that are like fold up in each other (laughs) that I swear to God, a piece of paper is thicker than it. (laughs) I bought, I bought, you know, peanut butter and jelly. And I was like sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to expense this peanut butter and jelly. And then there was the goober grape right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so boom, I was like, I'm taking it. Goober grape. It's, I don't think I've ever had it before then. So grabbed the goober and I'm like, I need to get some beer or something. Like this is sure. like, this is a long night. <laughs> well, they don't sell beer after midnight. So I was hosed on that one. That sucks. Got, got the rest of my gear and went to the worst hotel in my life, man. <laughs> I, I walked up to the front. And I kid you not, it was like a thousand degrees in the lobby. And this old man comes up behind the counter. Can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I have a reservation for tonight. (laughs) And so I looked at my name and he's like, okay, just go down this hallway. And I'm like, all right. And it's like one of those, like you walk through the lobby of the hotel and then Mm -hmm. it's not like a nice hotel. It's like a motel six style. I think it was a, Mm -hmm. I think it was motel six and you walk down the hallway to your rooms and there's rooms on the right and the left. And it's just a long hallway. Maybe a hundred yards long, and as soon as I turned the corner and looked down that hallway, I almost threw up because it smelled so bad in there. (laughs) The carpet was like damp and was like brown, like shag. It was so disgusting. I get in my room, and I, I you can hear people like arguing and stuff. And I get in my room and lay on the bed, and it feels like I'm laying on a box of springs. It was horrible. So I got like a couple hours of sleep and end up driving to the expo, uh, East in the morning and I camped for three nights and Mm -hmm. everyone couldn't believe that I flew out, got all my gear. I think it was, I think I was under, I think it was 220 bucks for all of my camping gear Mm -hmm. and food for the whole weekend. Like basically everything. I even bought a pocket knife. Like I bought a pocket knife, you know, everything that you would need to go camping and it was 200 and like, 200, 220 bucks. Huh. Um, the Goober Grape sparked that because I met a guy out there, um, Eric <laughs> Eric from the rally, and uh-huh. he thought it was so funny that I got Goober Grape. And he's still just like, he'll, he'll text me a picture of it. Like when I go to the grocery store, we'll just get a picture of the Goober Grape. And I'm like, God damn it, man. I'm never living that one down. So yeah, that's my Goober Grape story.
1: But that should go, you know, that should go to show everybody. It's you don't need everything you know especially if you're starting out man it's more about enjoying outdoors you know grab grab a cast iron make a fire you you really don't even need a stove at that point right um exactly so it's just keep it simple that that's really that's that's how we all started really is just just keeping it simple um heck i saw a guy on instagram he had a whole drawer full of spices i'm like oh i saw that recently yeah I was just like, I that. didn't even know there was that many spices that existed. Like a whole drawer full of like super organized. I like the organization. I mean that's what awesome, I'm like, oh, yeah, buddy. But 36 <laughs> spices, like come yeah, on, what do you what are you, like what are you cooking for a whole whole team? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm white, so I know like salt and pepper, right? I mean it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, just man. keep it simple. So changing gears a little bit. If you so, we're, we just finished the great conversation around keeping it simple and starting out, and we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum. If you had, you know, money wasn't an option, and you were able to build your your ideal, and, and I
2: still wouldn't buy a Scottle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> out the gate. Just All right, no. keep, going. So keep you, going. You know where I'm going with what you know. What is, we'll start we'll start with Steve this time. What is your ideal? Camp kitchen, you know, that's on sure. the market right now. If, if money wasn't an option and you, and you just were able to go pick it out of a, yeah. of a blind draw, right?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm kind of torn. Um, I'm I, I probably agree with Jeff, I'm not I'm not a Scottle dude, uh, <laughs> I just don't see <laughs> what's
0: what the thing about Scottles, like seriously, what, what makes them so cool? I, I mean, I've seen it out there, it looks just like a big open pan that you cook under. Is, is,
1: so, I guess the story behind Scottles is. Um, I think it was actually uh, either African or South African cooking utensils, it was more basically like plow discs, right? Yeah. So someone took a plow disc, put a, a stove under it, and then, you know, someone else started marketing it, right? Timbo Test started marketing it. So right. um, I don't same know. Same thing as like a walk. Like it's the same yeah. style.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy what, how much they cost.
1: Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is it, uh, this may have changed, but I think you still have to provide your own. Like Coleman burner, that, that thing that we we're talking about at the beginning of the the podcast, that that thing that you screw the um, one pound propane tanks in. I think you still have to provide that after spending that much money on it. But Ooh. I don't know. I see Scottles like it's cool to see them because people cook pop- popcorn on it, whatever. I just you can't boil water on it, right? So I'm out for the Scottle. There's two products that for me have really piqued my interest. One of them is from JetBoil, and it's called the JetBoil Genesis. Uh, it's basically two, it's a two burner stove that folds on top of each other, but the the stove isn't square. So it's two circular, I guess round, not circular, but round burners that fold up on each other. And I just love the compactness of it. Plus, I think you can have like satellite burners. So if you need to boil water off your jet boil um, cup, that is and, cool. And then still cook off of it, you can still just hook propane into it and it'll feed all three burners. Yeah. Uh huh. That's exactly what it is. So, um, just super it's it's a super awesome kit um and it's just what i love about it is it's so compact right space is a premium it like um,
2: nest inside its own pan
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's really um, cool yeah and it's it's expensive right i think it's 300 something dollars but Oof. at least i could boil water on it right <laughs> um i'm looking so, at 3,
0: 380 yeah yeah 30. okay
1: so 380 yep um it's not a cheap piece of gear and I th- there's some flaws to it uh, right with the traditional two burner stove you have the lid that kind of gives you a windbreak um with that you get like a plastic windbreak and i'm not a fan of that right especially at that price point
2: it uses like a um, special pan
1: too right mhm yes yeah, so like. it's yep um it, it's it's similar to like MSI's reactor stove to where it heats up fins which distribute the heat and then heats up water faster or heats up whatever you want and say in a pot faster. Um, yeah. but you don't need to use those. Right. So I think you can get the, the full, I think it's Genesis home base or home kit or something like that. Um, which comes with the pot pan, uh, nesting, um, bag and in the windscreen, or you can get just the stove. Uh, I mean, if money's no object, I'm going to get everything right. It, it's just, um, it, it's just a, uh, a, a perfect set setup for uh minimizing bulk. I
2: um, could see how you come from like the backpacking side and like that compactability and like yeah, you know multi-use. Yeah. Like you wouldn't just use it in your car. You could use it, you know, if you grab a bag or like a bug out bag. Like yep.
1: Exactly. Yeah you know,
2: that'd be that'd be a super cool one for a bug out bag.
1: Yeah. It, it's so when I when I started the backpacking stuff uh, I would, like I said, I was more budget friendly, but when I started the hammocking stuff, that's where I got to the ultralight things. Um, And Jet bull kind of like MSI or, or um, I think maybe snow peak has something similar, very compact, single burner type stuff that, that heats up water fast. Um, But that Genesis thing has really um, piqued my interest. There's also another stove in there that made by MSI. I think it's called pinnacle. They had a Kickstarter for it or something. And it's, Oh, it's that's like the a, new one that's just coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's two-burners, kind of the traditional square two-burner stove. Super what thin, I love about right? It is, yeah, it's super yeah. thin. So you're reducing bulk from the, the height of it, right? Instead of um, overall size, you're just able to put more stuff in your drawer. So I see. And even then with unlimited money i probably wouldn't go with the partner steel stuff you know just because it's bulky um i know it's probably the best quality and it'll probably last me a lifetime and a half Um,
2: if you were living in your car or van or something i would i would maybe go that route because it's like industrial oh absolutely like you know i'm a weekender you know you know three days four days max type of guy for right now Mm -hmm. so like as much as i use it i feel like i wouldn't get the my money's worth out of it, like yeah. lifestyle overland. Those guys are literally cooking on it every single day. I think you know?
1: Expedition Overland too has it. I think they yeah. brought that with their uh, South America trip. Yep. I mean, it's a it's a phenomenal stove.
2: More of like the commercial aspect,
1: you know. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But that would probably be my pinnacle gear. What I would you know pick at least for a stove. Um, Snow Peak has some cool stuff, but for functionality and compactness, for me personally, that would be my. No, no holds bar stove pick. (laughs) What about you, Jeff?
2: Where are you at? So I can't think of the name of it, but it's like the flat top griddle. What are those called? Blackstone.
0: Blackstone.
2: The Mm -hmm. blackstone. I'd get one of those like blackstone, just like the flat top griddles, because I love cooking just on a one surface and like Mm -hmm. steel and like cast iron I watched a creepy documentary about like Teflon and that other crap that they put in there. Yeah. I don't have any. And so Mm -hmm. I think like the flat top, like I, this last weekend I cooked um, I cooked a pound and a half of ground beef on my little like skillet. And then I put it in a pan and then I cooked some tortillas. Like I fried the tortillas at camp. And like, I had like three different pans, like, I just want one pan, a nice flat top griddle (laughs) where I can cook all the meat and I can slide it over to the very far corner. I can throw my tortillas on there. You can just slab some beans on there, excuse me, right in the can and -hmm. just have it all in one. So like, it's not like super expensive or anything, but it's just one of those things like that. I'm probably just not going to go out and buy myself. Mm -hmm. I'd get it as like a gift or something. It's just like, it'd just be a nice thing. Just a flat top steel. Hook it up to a, you know, a small, what are the little five pound propane tanks? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's my probably my like dream kitchen, like have it on like a slide <laughs> in the back of my trailer or like have it, like in a drawer in my in the back of my Land Cruiser where I just pull it out and it's ready to go. Because nothing's worse than like setting up stuff and having to take it mm-hmm. down and unhook things, hook things up and and whatnot. So that's probably my my all-around like best thing maybe some like steel you know like have those like steel um plates like the camp plates Mm, that are like powder coated with like the little speckles like they look like really old the enamel yeah enamel enamel,
1: stuff yeah yeah uh, maybe uh, something like that mm -hmm. i saw um a guy in australia i don't i don't remember who it was but he was doing the rig walk around and um this dude had like like the Duggars, right? They had like 18 kids or something. But he had a <laughs> chopped extended 200 series Land Cruiser uh, with the with a cab on the back. It was, the, it was like a six by six vehicle, the craziest 200 series Land Cruiser I've oh ever gosh. seen. And he had part of his kitchen was a drop down uh essentially blackstone but i think it was made by a camp chef or something drop down oh, flat iron grill, four burners i mean he had integrated propane tank uh, the build was wild um but if you could figure- rig. <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was bonkers um and uh I, I think that would be cool but that would be too much for me honestly if i'm just a you know weekend warrior taking one or two big trips um, a year. and if you don't have like a single purpose vehicle, like I mean, most yeah. people,
2: like, even if they have a brand new truck, like that's their, that's their daily driver. That's mm-hmm. their to get to work and home and they have the rooftop tent and they're carrying around everywhere. Like all their stuff's on it. Like most people, yeah. like I don't have an extra car to just trick yeah. out for off-road. I mean, I work from home, so I don't really have to go anywhere, but still I do need that to take the kids to school and, you know, mm-hmm. pick up groceries. So like, I can't just have the back fully kitted out. It needs to have a dual purpose. So as much as that would be awesome. I can't just have a black stone on a, a drop down slide <laughs> to, cook, incredible, co- but yeah. <laughs> to cook breakfast in the target parking lot when my wife's inside shopping, you know, it just doesn't work like that.
0: But you do have a trailer you're building. They you
2: so you uh, just pull uh, that yeah. around
0: everywhere. <laughs> have, have She'd get it a, out and, and ready to go. Right. Yeah.
2: And, She'd have ideas of filling it up with stuff from target. So now
1: <laughs> no a rug will fit in there. Right. We yeah. Need this lamp. What about oh you, God. LJ? What uh, what would be your ideal kind of kitchen setup?
0: So I, I'm not as versed as you guys. You know, my my journey in this all started really about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, when I 2019 was when I like went on my first actual trip that I, sure. uh, you know, car traveling, camping. Before that was, you know, going out to a bonfire, getting drunk, sitting in the back of my car. Uh, nice,
2: <laughs> and, uh, a lot and, different than yeah. driving a. <laughs> Um, $15,000 old rig.
0: Yeah. So I I found, I found this is really, I I had to, I had to get out of that lifestyle, honestly. And I had to find something Mm -hmm. to get into that, that would give me a healthier outlet, uh, to go do stuff. And so I, I, kind of got into this and was like, man, this looks like it's fun. And, and for me, it was just kind of diving headfirst in and, and figuring it out and starting to get out and do it because. Otherwise, I was going to a bar or or sitting around drinking and just there, I had to figure out something else to do. I, sure, lifestyle mean, wasn't wasn't going to be able to go along like that. And so, think um, I said I, I was I was starting out with the two burner, camp chef like stand up huge ass grill, <laughs> so um, <laughs> like, like the huge ones that you cook turkeys on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Like with <laughs> the legs that you have to like screw the in. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I thought it was so cool because it had a bag. I didn't realize the bag is like cheap. Like
2: if you turn oh. it too hot, it'll just melt your pan, like your eggs just go right through the pan.
0: <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. And so um Honestly, oh, I'm at right now. I really like I really like the single simple setup. And I was looking yeah. at the stuff y'all were talking about. I'm like, this is <laughs> really cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> so uh,
2: don't fall for it. Don't fall for
1: it. So,
0: yeah. Um, so I mean, right now, I, I still think it would be a single burner setup. I, I have mm-hmm. looked uh, into the jet JetBoil setups. Um, mm-hmm because uh you know and i'm, I'm that guy that i kind of walk around when i'm at a camp with a bunch of people and kind of see what they're using i try to get ideas mm-hmm. on what might make my setup better and things like that and so for me it, w- it would be something that's a single burner setup um because mm-hmm. i am you know normally for one or two people only um yeah. and uh and it would probably look into uh to to one of these i really liked i was looking at the pinnacle setup that you were talking about steve that that yeah. i like the clean like it's I like dope, it right? Holds down small, would mm-hmm. slide in the drawer, be out of the way, can pull it out, have it set up. I think it would it would fit perfect on the back tailgate of the Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Um, in case my wife's listening and is looking for a birthday <laughs> in a month. Um <laughs> <laughs> it would, be, would be great. Um, I, I would I would I mean that that the, the pinnacle setup I just looked at that thing looks pretty slick. Now the price awesome. it on it is is a little excessive. Mm-hmm. uh yeah I think it, it looks like a 75 dollars piece of equipment but yep. you know it yep. has the overland tax on it so <laughs> <it's a dramatic laughs> um but yeah uh it, it would it would be something really simple for me um I, yeah. I, what i've learned uh by starting off with these complex things is that's kind of was saying like I, I just want to get to the basics here i want to have the least amount of stuff i got to carry and clean up and set up um mm-hmm. but yet i want to be able to to, to be functional and and if, if we can have two purposes right your stove's not gonna have two purposes but i like to have everything in the vehicle have have a couple different purposes so um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna just kind of I, I can't really give a good answer because y'all just <laughs> told me a couple things i was like man i thought i had my shit figured out but <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, um, so yeah good good conversation on that one that was uh really very in, in, insightful and, and got me thinking on some different things i might uh Put in the uh, Amazon search history for my wife. Um, <laughs>
2: oh boy, start targeting those ads to her. Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, really, I know Google's listening now, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so moving on, we got a little bit more time for I think one more good question. Um, what are your favorite things to cook at camp? Now I've seen Steve cook up some pretty mean meals. Uh, when he goes camping, I think there was was there a cobbler I saw one time. Oh came? yeah, oh yeah.
1: So I actually, <laughs> I actually grew up with my dad in the kitchen, so I, I've kind of inherited a lot of that, right? I actually I enjoy cooking, um, even at home. Um, heck, in in high school, I took like a culinary class, and I went through like three years of it. So I, I wow. really do enjoy. Yeah, Gross. I really enjoy cooking, um, and that doesn't really change when I go outdoors, right? I've always said. Um, I bought, I bought an off-road vehicle so I can cook good meals at cool campsites. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I, I still enjoy doing. Now I'm not going to take 36 different spices, you know, and I'm not going to dedicate a drawer <laughs> <laughs> to a to spice rack, but um, yeah. So it, gosh, probably some of my favorite stuffs is I love cooking over an open fire. Right. I think Whatever it is, maybe it's harkened back to our um ancestral days. It is just cooking meat, chicken, vegetables, whatever over a campfire. Um, I, I like steaks, right? So I'll cook a, a nice fatty steak over um, you know, some hardwood and, and throw some asparagus or, or some thick cut zucchini on there. Um,
0: May I ask and the- then while you're on this mm-hmm. topic, because I've always, I've never, I've always cooked steaks either over like a grill that is like mm-hmm. a certain temp or, or over like a stovetop or something like that in a pan. So when you're cooking over a fire, can you kind of go into since you have the background in the culinary arts? I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, what do you, what, you know, how do you set that up? And then kind of, how do mm-hmm. you get to where you're cooking? It? Or are you just like build a big ass fire and just <laughs> kind of put something on it? Like, sure. What does the process look like?
1: Yeah. So you could kind of do, there's, there's a couple different ways of cooking it. Um, my preferred way is I like to get a, a good fire going, let it kind of die down. So you get some really hot coals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, something that I actually like, and it's super cheap, actually at Walmart, I think it was, I looked it up the other day. It's like 15 to $20 it's a almost like a TP tripod type thing that has a grate that hangs down over the fire that you can adjust. um, So you could drop it really low if you're trying to sear the steak. Um, But that's kind of what I like to do Uh, or I'll do a cast iron, right? So it's either um, cast iron or some sort of grate uh, over the over the fire, or at least over the coals. I don't like to cook with a big raging fire. Uh, I think it just scorches the meat too too much, especially when you start throwing veggies on there. Um, but there's a trick that I, I picked up because you may not always have like a meat thermometer. Or you can't, you know, you don't want to cut open a steak when you're um, cooking over the fire because all the juices leak out and you got a dry steak. But there's a, there's a little trick that you can do. Uh, to kind of tell how done the steak is. And maybe you guys know this, maybe you don't, but if you take your uh, thumb and your index finger, and put them together, that's a rare. And you you feel kind of the pad of your thumb. That's what a rare steak feels like. So kind of like that. And then if you go to your middle finger, um, that's medium rare, medium, well done. So, and you're going through each one of your fingers and touching the, the pad underneath your thumb and that firmness tells you how done that steak is yeah so it, it's it's weird and i don't know plate. how it works
0: honest, yeah right? i was just
1: <laughs> i wish you could see lj's face right now. he's like
2: he looks like he just saw Whoa, it oh
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i nice. mean it, it's just those little tricks man make it make it easy cooking right and uh, so don't you know, do what my
2: dad does and say oh must see if it's done and cut it open and all the juices go all over know. and then you just yeah, like don't oh, do that
1: god don't do that because then you, you end up with a half cooked done dry piece of bark. Right. So that that's just an easy way. And you don't need to stab it with anything. Just grab, heck, just a stick. And you could tell just by, by telling, you know, what that pad under your thumb feels like when you go through your fingers, obviously the more firm it is, the more well done it's going to be. So figure out what you like. I'm, I'm more of a medium rare type guy. Um, but figure out what you like and um, you know, Keep it at that temp and let it rest, right? So, but I do like to cook full course meals. Um, I, I probably won't do like appetizer type stuff, but I will cook, um, an entree with a side, whether that be veggies or maybe I'll do some rice or something like that. Or, or, you know, chicken and asparagus is always good during the summertime. Um, but what you can also do is, um, grab, I don't know, olive oil and some lemon juice and put chicken breasts in there while you're on the trail. It'll marinate that. And then when it's time to cook that at night, it'll be perfectly marinated. Tastes amazing. Throw it on the grill, throw it in a pan, whatever. And then you got awesome chicken. Um, You can also do, if you want to like cook bacon uh, in the evening, right? Just have bacon for a side or whatever you can cook extra. And then you have bacon for Omelets in the morning, right? That's Grumbled just crazy up. talk.
2: Like preparing, <laughs> do we I'm imagine that? Stuff. that. <laughs> it's real hard zi- when you're six beers deep. <laughs> I bring Ziploc bags camping. That's one of my favorite things okay. because you have the ability to like save stuff. Like, yeah. like you said, yeah. you know, if you cook steak in the morning or at night, you could put some in your eggs in the morning.
1: Yeah, that's on. a fantastic point. um Yeah, and make bread. So it's camp amazing. kitchen,
2: bring your bring mm-hmm. Ziploc bags. Bring a yep. couple gallon. Bring some quart. And you can even throw your spices in 26 little those little <laughs> snack bags. And then you want to take up a whole yeah. drawer, write you them go. on the
1: sharp. <laughs> have them organized through a file. There we go. Alphabetical, <laughs> Rolodex. Basil or. <laughs> um, but and then for dessert, that, that's kind of my wife's thing, right? She loves. Uh, I don't necessarily have a sweet tooth, but um, the last, I guess, the um, New Year's Day trip, we made a uh blackberry blueberry cobbler in the dutch oven so that was super mm. easy we just got like canned um, blackberries and um blueberries just from walmart dumped that in the dutch oven and then threw um what was it like white cake mix on top and then like poured a little bit of sprite on there and then just threw that on the fire and it was fantastic right yeah. so it's kind of like an upside down cake type yeah, yeah. deal um because the the moisture in the bottom starts steaming that cake uh the, that cake powder and then the sprite i don't know adds more moisture so then you have like this really fluffy cake on top super good warm gooeyness mm. in the in the dutch oven um but yeah that's i mean i don't know i love cooking cool makes meals me all
2: warm and gooey inside
1: <laughs> right now oh <laughs> <laughs> let me go grab another whiskey <laughs> <laughs> i'm you're all out spent, of beer sorry
0: what's your uh what's your favorite meal I, if, if it doesn't have a taco involved in it i'm not going to believe you're from california
2: <laughs> so yeah burritos tacos like that was like my jam usually like we would do like not necessarily just myself because it's a lot of work to do like avocado salsa make your own guac like i love doing that and we used to do that like before when i'd go out on like single trips without my kids but right now it's so hard with kids to like, do like full meals. Um, one of my favorite ones I'll make it quick is, is adult. My wife calls it adult hamburger helper. So it's basically, you know, make getting your own noodles. You cook some ground beef, put some cheese and, uh, milk and flour in in a, in a big skillet and you just make like an adult, uh, hamburger helper style. Um, And I made that on the red clay rally when we were there and it was like super cold out. And it's like one pot all together, nice and warm. So that's, I think that's like, I want to like have a couple like go to like camp meals that like I could be like remembered for, you know? Um, so that's one of them. And then the other one is like breakfast sandwiches. I think I've like mastered like the breakfast (laughs) breakfast sandwich like kit. So I do like, I do eggs. You can do them scrambled or like over easy. So they like ooze Mm -hmm. out when you bite into them. And then you can do like, you can do Turkey sausage. If you don't want something super greasy, like gut bomb, or you can Mm -hmm. do like, you know, the, the normal, like sausages and then good old, um, good old American cheese. And just do, I just do those on my flat top and you can Mm -hmm. cook everything on one, one pan, one griddle. And what I like about those is you don't need any dishes. There's no plates. There's no pan or there's no, you know, anything. You can just hand it to someone in a napkin, like paper towel. Yeah. And you just go, here you go. So like I crushed a couple of those, you know, um, the one of the last trips I went on just cause it's so simple, yeah. hand them to the kids and it's, it's just literally just hand them over and you're, you're done. So that's my, my favorite go-to nice. go to meal.
0: Nice. I, I, I said earlier, I'm, I'm steaks and uh <laughs> like it's super simple yeah. but i love it like that's one of my favorite meals you could grab one of those grab and go like salad bags from walmart mm. as well when you're doing your groceries and yeah. then you don't you don't have to add, like the bag is what you eat your salad in right and so you open it up mix all that's your smart stuff together, yeah. and you have your salad you could do your beans in the can on the on the burner and then mm. your steak and the, your you know sear your steak and you i, I, I like you know a pretty rare steak so for me it's just kind of get the outside covered make, make sure it's, it's so that's
1: uh your finger and your thumb put together that's what that is
0: <laughs> I, I, I just, I talking, I index like, finger oh man this is so cool <laughs> um but for dinner like that's my favorite that is my favorite camp meal there's something about just eating some steak and beans by a fire having a good conversation mm-hmm. having a good cold beer like that's yep. that's just that's camping for me um and then uh and then for breakfast it's it's a, a good a good you know protein off a of pig and some eggs uh, i don't care what it is I mean, yeah. bacon it can be a country ham it can be sausage but uh yeah. you know protein off a of pig i've never actually i was you said turkey sausage i've never actually tried any of the imitation pig breakfast meats um and so <laughs> oh, I, yeah. i'll have to try it sometime because i, I generally like to be healthy i'm, I'm a fitness mm-hmm. head i like to do those things oh so, they're
2: fantastic
0: I, they're I super that, light mm-hmm. yeah uh try it whenever I'll, the fully like,
2: cooked ones are the way to go
0: so fully cooked already like don't fully
2: cooked to- yeah you just heat them up because it's 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 one of those things like camp a like here or camping like you can throw them in the microwave for 15 20 seconds or you can heat them up on a pan if you want to take longer but like it's just so simple yeah and there's no it's not greasy like there is a difference like you don't burp up you know okay. <laughs> turkey sausage yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 we've gotten really big on uh turkey burgers here at our house like over oh yeah there couple years we, we just we make those with uh at the house with uh some broccoli and cut up some potatoes and, and, and throw them in the oven and that's one of our go-to meals every week now um that, that we normally never ate but we tried it once like so, mean, this is actually pretty good put a little cheese on the inside of it so you got a surprise yep. when you cut into it you know it's mm-hmm. not yeah um well hey we're hitting on an hour guys this was fun uh this was yeah fun. i got lost a couple times we'll study y'all <laughs> uh, can't wait to come back and listen to it again um, any, any parting words on the, on the kitchens? I mean, keep it simple.
1: simple. Yeah. Keep yeah. it simple. You don't need the fancy, uh, cook partner or the, the Genesis home, home-based stuff. Just keep it simple. That, that's what we're about. Just, just get outdoors and and enjoy being outdoors. Spend yep. the money that you'd spend on the GSI fancy
0: stove on gas yep. to go places. Absolutely. Especially if you've got a Lancaster. Um, Facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, y'all keep up with Jeff uh, on Instagram. I'm sure he's going to be doing – he'll probably have his whole damn trailer built by the time we get back next week. Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Almost. We'll see. Uh, can't wait to hear about it next week and where you're at. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you have any ideas, we don't have a, a topic for next week. So, if you have any ideas, reach out to us, and we'll we'll try to get something figured out. Otherwise, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.